Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. If you are familiar with the movie Groundhog's Day, if you're not, go find it on your favorite streaming platform. But if you are, then maybe this week's topic <clears throat> of decision fatigue might ring a bell to you. Stick around. Okay, friends, so you have heard me talk um, briefly about the 4% Fix book that I grabbed on audiobook, and now I own it because, you know, it was that good. So I promised that there was some content coming from that book, and here we are. We are here, and this week I'm going to talk about decision fatigue. Now, decision fatigue isn't anything new. It's not a new concept. It's not um, anything that is necessarily unique to women, though likely women are experiencing it at a higher rate than men, right? But I don't have the studies to support that. But just anecdotally, I would, I would, I would assume based on the invisible labor, go listen to that episode if you're not familiar with invisible labor, but based on the invisible labor, I would say that the decision fatigue that women experience is different and potentially higher than our male counterparts. Okay, so um, so in the 4% fix book, she shared some really good data. One of the things that she shared was that um, we make Y'all, I hope you're sitting for this, friends. Are you sitting? If you're not, sit. We make on a daily basis 35,000 decisions a day. 35,000, not 3,500, not 35 a minute, 35,000 decisions a day. And you might be saying, how is that even possible? And you could be right, but I'm going to give you some examples here in a minute. The other piece of the statistics or the data that she shared was that 250 of those decisions are around food. Friends, I eat three meals and two snacks a day. 250 decisions around food and I meal plan. (laughs) So I thought that that was incredible. But as I started thinking about 35,000 decisions made daily it 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 kind of started ringing a bell for me right like i'm not going to count all the decisions because holy smokes but when i wake up in the morning first of all i decide if i'm getting up with the first alarm or if i'm hitting snooze or if i'm hitting snooze again and then i decide am i washing my hair today or not or i have to remember if i've already made that decision right i decide if i'm going to let the dog out before I go pee or or after I go pee and am I going pee upstairs or downstairs, right? Is that too much information, friends? Now you know, you know, all the things, right? But even like things like, am I gonna put on mascara today? Am I gonna put on all my makeup today? Am I gonna wear earrings? If so, which earrings am I gonna wear? Is it gonna match the outfit that I chose last night as, you know, a compliment to any of the jewelry that I'm gonna wear? you know, though, all those kinds of things. I almost just went down a rabbit hole. But also things like, <clears throat> am I having coffee at home today? Or am I going to Panera to get it for my unlimited sips club? Do I have time to get it? 
from Panera? Do I have mental capacity to get it from Panera, right? Like all those kinds of decisions as well. And what am I doing with my hair? Is my hair going up? Is my hair getting straightened? Have I already straightened it for the week and I can now do something different with it, right? So like all those decisions are being made in the morning. I also am going to decide in the morning what my attitude for the day is. I'm going to decide if I have a good attitude. I'm going to decide if I have a crappy attitude. I'm going to decide if I need an attitude adjustment. I'm going to decide on if I need to um, choose a brave attitude because I've got meetings or I've got things that I need to do that maybe are out of my comfort zone. So all of those decisions are happening as well. And when I get to work, What's the first thing that I'm going to do when I get to work? Am I going to unpack my bag? Am I going to go put my lunchbox away? Do I have snacks that I'm bringing with me? Am I going to eat my breakfast at my desk? Have I even packed a breakfast at my desk? Am I going to turn on my computer? Am I going to answer email? Am I going to work in my planner? Like all those kinds of things. Am I going to make my to-do list? All those are things that I am thinking about as soon as I consciously or subconsciously, right, are all things that I'm thinking about. And then throughout the day, it's things like, am I going to respond to the 25 text messages that are in my inbox? Am I going to watch the TikToks that I've been sent for the day? Friends who send me TikToks, you know who you are, right? Like, um, am I going to um, respond to maybe the team's messages that are pending or am I going to plow through email or am I going to am I going to answer this phone call from a vendor or am I going to let it go to voicemail and carry on with whatever else I was working on so right as I started to think about all those things friends that's like two hours into my day into my work day <clears throat> excuse me so you know as I think about that like those are a ton of decisions and I've barely even started my day And so as we continue throughout the day, I could see how 35,000 decisions quickly adds up. And as I think about that, even just talking about it or saying it out loud, I'm tired thinking about all those decisions that I have to make, that I will have to make, that I'll anticipate making. And, And that's like a normal day. That's not even busy season right? Whatever your busy season at work is, because I'm assuming that everybody has kind of a busy season and a slow season. That's not even busy season. That's just normal day. So in um, in her book, Karma Brown uh, talks about how um, decision making drains your anterior cingulate cortex or your ACC. And for those who are sports fans know it is not the conference but um it is part of your brain and it drains that part of your brain when you are making decisions so if you're making thirty-five thousand decisions and you get to the end of your day and you have a really important decision to make it, it makes it tougher for you either to want to make that decision or to make excuse me to make a good decision or to make um, an educated, right? A sound decision around that. And really, even the simplest decisions can be really, really difficult when that ACC is empty, right? Like when 
when you're tired from making decisions all day. Think about how many times at the end of a day, you're like, okay, we're planning to go to eat any go out to eat anyway, but we haven't made a decision on where to go. And nobody really wants to make a decision, right? Anybody else happen that happens in your family? Because in my family, it's like, we're, it just happened recently, right? It's like, oh, let's just grab something out to eat because we have to do X, Y, and Z. And nobody wants to make a decision on where to go. It's the end of the day. People are tired of making those decisions, right? So you're probably saying, or you might be saying, <coughs> excuse me, well, great, Michelle. So how do we plan for this? How do we fix it? How do I do things that will make me feel less tired? Well, I am so glad you asked that question because some of my tips this week are how to make fewer decisions on a daily basis. So plan ahead. I am <clears throat> very, um, my weeks where I plan dinners out ahead are more successful weeks than weeks when I don't, right? I'm less tired around dinner plans or wanting to fix dinner when I plan ahead and maybe even have some alternatives or some different options. But when I plan ahead, I'm less tired when it comes time to make dinner and I'm more apt to want to make dinner. That also goes for, you know, if you're a meal planner, <clears throat> sorry, a food prepper is what I meant, a meal planner for sure. But a food prepper, that is also less decisions you have to make. Am I going to, how am I going to chop the peppers? You know, how am I going to ground the beef? Whatever the, whatever the things are. Um, you can also pre-plan your bills or automate your bills or have automated payments right like we do some of that we don't do all of that because not all of our bills are the same every month but for those that are and they come out on the same day and it makes sense you can automate your bills one less thing that you have to think about when uh it comes time to make and really money right money decisions when it comes time to make those decisions Another thing is clothes. Uh, in her book, Karma talks about a couple of different things. One, planning your outfit for the week or planning it the night before. I know that that is something I've done for a vast majority of my life. And I know with my kiddos in the morning, it just makes life easier, um, faster, simpler for everyone in the morning when we plan our meals, or plan our meals, plan our clothes out the night before. And again, it's one less decision. So if you didn't sleep well and you're grumpy when you wake up, then it's one less decision you have to make because you've already made that decision for you. I call it past me thinking of future me, right? Um, the other thing that karma suggests in the book is sort of these um, capsules, I think is what she called them, of clothes. So she cited, for example, Steve Jobs would always wear a black turtleneck and jeans, and that is what he always wore. Or you could come with um, <clears throat> like staples, right? So you might always have a black pair of pants and a black skirt for example and you've got a gray top and a red top and a pink top you know and then you've got um like a black cardigan a white cardigan you know things that complement each other and then it's fewer decisions again that you have to make in the moment um and fewer decisions you have to make about combinations of clothing so 
Um, those are those are options, right? <coughs> I know for me, excuse me, friends, got a tickle in my throat. Um, for me, I wear a lot of school colors and I happen to like all of those school colors. And so I will wear a lot of red, black, and white in my um my outfits do i have other outfits yes of course i do because my power color is royal blue and so you know on days when i know i'm going to have a tough day i typically wear my power color um and on easy decision days i'm typically wearing school colors so for those who see me in real life week to week now you know what my wardrobe plan is um tip number two is make those most important, most critical things that you have to do, the decisions you have to make, make those in the morning, right? And it doesn't have to be when you first wake up necessarily, but certainly before you have made a ton of decisions, make the important decisions. Again, it goes back to at the end of the day, you're tired, you're tired from your day, you're tired maybe physically, you're tired definitely mentally, especially if you're a decision maker in your job and in your organization. And so if you are, you know, buying a house, buying a car, if you um, need to make a decision for school for a kiddo, if you need to, <coughs> excuse me, make a decision about a doctor or whatever, those things should happen earlier in your day rather than later in your day. And then step number or tip number three is a, a two-parter right like one communicate i you know communicating with those around you sometimes it's listen i can't make a decision on this one right now can you please make that decision for me that may be an acceptable answer in uh you know in your work environment and in your home environment that might be something that is okay to say encouraged to say even maybe um and maybe it's not Right, so you might have to navigate that differently. You could instead say, I can't make a decision on this right now. What's the latest I can get it to you tomorrow morning? Right, and so pose it where you could take a moment to think on it. And <clears throat> maybe, you know, if you have this space to say, I, um, <coughs> goodness, I'm so sorry, friends. Um, but if you have the space to say, hey, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little bit mentally exhausted right now. I would like to be able to think on this a little bit and I will have a solid decision for you first thing in the morning. I'll communicate it later tonight, whatever those things are. And so like part two of that is to step away. If you can step away, step away for a hot second and um, collect your thoughts, uh, go for a walk maybe even, um, and just let it kind of air out let your brain air out let your mind not think for a while if you can listen to an audiobook or maybe your favorite podcast cheesy smile inserted right here um then you know do that take some time where you can step away and not think about the things that you're being asked to make decisions on five minutes ten minutes whatever that is listen to your favorite music whatever those things might be do that for a couple of moments and then come back and make that decision right so communicate and step away all right so decision fatigue it's real if you feel tired then <coughs> excuse me <coughs> then you are definitely tired if you feel like all you've done today is make decisions that's real Thirty-five thousand of them friends 
35,000 of them. So make sure that you are giving yourself that grace and space. Make sure that you are acknowledging the time of day that you're being asked to make decisions. Make sure you're not making too many decisions too early in the day, right? You want to make sure that you have capacity and space. So friends, thanks so much for coming around and, and listening again this week. I think decision fatigue is one of those things that we just don't talk about very much, but super real. And sometimes we don't even know that's what's making us tired. Sometimes we do. And so I encourage you to think about your environment. (coughs) How can you remove some of the decisions? How can you pre-plan for some of the decisions? And how can you just be a little less tired at the end of your day? I'm so grateful that you came around and you continue to come around and listen to these episodes and this week's affirmations. I'm done apologizing for creating space for myself to make sound decisions. I'm done apologizing for spending time focused on me. And this one's for you. I'm done apologizing for. Friends, go out there, have an incredible week, do the amazing things I know you're capable of. And remember to like, follow, and share wherever you're listening to this podcast. Make sure that you are screenshotting this episode or another that you might be re-listening to and sharing with those who you think might be interested or need to hear the message in that episode. Remember, (coughs) we are well over 100 episodes into this podcast, so Maybe something I said in this episode triggered something for you to go back and listen to another episode. There's some great episodes. Go ahead and re-listen. Screenshot what you're re-listening to. I'd love to see um, you tag me in it at done.apologizing or over on Facebook. I'd love to hear what you're re-listening to. And remember, you're fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this, and I'm here for you.